All right, all right, all right. Welcome to episode 47 of Rolling with the Barons. I'm your host, head coach of the Brooklyn Barons, Rolling Woods. Uh, the Brooklyn Barons are a franchise with the Relocation Football League. To find out more about the Relocation Football League, you can go to www.relocationfootballleague.com. All right, there you'll find all the latest news, uh, notes, stats, standings. You can get a uh, up close look at that pe- that playoff picture, and at the same time, man, you kind of get a uh, up close look at that draft order that's coming up. Uh, the draft will be coming soon. All right, uh, and it will also link you to our games, which you can find on YouTube at relocationfootballleague.com. All right. Uh, as far as the socials, you can find us on uh, Twitter at RFL underscore Sim underscore League. Uh, you can find us on Insta- uh, Instagram at Relocation underscore Football underscore League. All right, and you can uh, also find us on Facebook. Uh, I think we on TikTok. Like, everywhere there's a social media, you can find us, man. Everywhere there's a social media, you can find us. And uh, last but not least, if you're interested in following your Barons, you can find us on Twitter and IG at BaronsRFL. All right. Uh, man, tough loss, man. Tough loss. Uh, we recently played the Columbus Explorers. Uh, the final score of that game was 14 to 16. Uh... With that loss, man, we are eliminated from playoff contention. Uh, even best case scenarios, the two teams that, uh, well, the teams that will be over us will have the playoff, uh, well, not the playoff, but the tiebreaker in order to get into the playoffs. Well, that being the uh, San, Diego, San Diego Crusaders, uh, first being one, and uh, with the London Monarchs looking like they won't lose a game. Uh, and then even if they do, the next team after that would be the Steamers, which will be another team that like they won't be losing the game just because of the situation of uh, who they're playing and when they play them. <clears throat> uh, there will probably be a lot of guys sitting, guys. Uh, it was a tough loss for us, man. It was a tough loss. Uh, even if we come out and we go 10-7 and seven with these other 10-7 teams, man, the shots of us really making it was was hard, man, uh, if not impossible, uh, it hurt, man, it hurt, not just because of the loss, but because of how we lost, like, going back to that last drive, man, actually, I won't even, actually, we can just go into offense from here, man, going to that last drive with Brinker throwing that, uh, pick in the end zone, man, I think he just got a little bit too greedy, but at the same time, I know my guy, I know my guy Brinkin, when it comes to the risk he's going to take, he's going to take the biggest risk. That's that's just who he is, man. That's one of the reasons why we respect him so much. Uh, one of the few reasons why I feel like <clears throat> he, may have had a, he may have had a rough earlier in his career, man. And I, I feel like Brinker is not for everybody, man. He's just the type of guy I like, man. I like that aggressiveness. <clears throat> Alright, excuse me. I hope that's the last time. We'll see how it goes. Uh but yeah, man, sticking stick sticking to the offensive side of the ball. Uh that's not gonna be the last time. <clears throat> we weren't really able to move the ball as efficiently as we would have liked to. 
they came down to certain things. I know that uh, my guy Nikki Flames had a bet with uh, Smitty. You feel me? And with him having a bet, I kind of want to put uh, more in his hands. Uh, I did have my reservations about the way he wanted to go, but I also understand the type of guy Nikki Flames is. So it was about finding a compromise uh, between those between those things, man. It's about finding a compromise between those things, and I really feel like we had a lot of we had a, we had the chance. There was a lot of potential for us to take over and uh, really do what we needed to do, man. But it all comes down to uh, another big thing that I've been telling Nikki Flames. So I don't want him to come off like a shot, man. But it really it, it all comes down to man learning the league, learning your opponents, understanding how things are going. Uh, it's a lot different playing against Madden than when you're playing against a coach. Uh, most of our success this year has come against coaches. Uh, the only coaches we have lost to, it's not even coaches, the only coach we have lost to so far has been Bill. And uh, both those games have been uh, close games. Like, I want to say, yeah, it's been five points. Between the two games, we've lost one by two, one by three. You feel me? Now, I might not always be, I can go back to the first game and say, it might not always be uh, what the score says. The first game was a little rougher for us, man, and we did have to score touchdown at the end. But in this last game, man, we definitely had a shot to uh, to win this game, man. We play a little bit more conservatively, take what the defense gives us, man, and we're a field goal away from winning this game. So it's really, really heartbreaking, man. It's really, really heartbreaking. Uh, Kenny still was able to go out there and be productive. I think he had like 19 carries for 78 yards. Uh, that might not seem like a big thing when you just look at the stats, man, but just the keys of those runs, how efficient that we were, uh, that, that fumble was crucial, man. I think Kenny is now up to three fumbles, uh, for his career. And they've all come from, uh, safeties, uh, one from Garrison Ass. I want to say two now from Darius Young, who is a former Baron, which kind of makes it a little bittersweet. You feel me? Former Baron Darius Young was able to cost that fumble. And that was a key fumble, man. Uh, that was a key fumble. Uh, we had a few, uh, key drops from our, uh, our wide receiver group, our wide receiver group might lead the league uh, in drops despite the type of season and how electrifying they are, man. It's a, it's always a give and a take, man. It's always a give and a take. And, like, with a guy with Amari, no matter how spectacular he might be when he catches it, man, he does have his fair share of drops. I want to say he's at, like, 9 or 10 uh, for the year, man. But that that's what comes with the game, man. Uh, that's what comes with the game. Uh, I felt like we were very, very efficient in our passing game. But I would say that only for like certain levels of the field. Obviously, we weren't able to get any deep shots off, really. And our biggest uh, attempt turned into a, a game-sealing interception, really. Uh, Patrick Main was also pre uh, pretty efficient in that game. He's a guy that we've been looking to keep consistent, keep getting uh, targets, keep getting touches because he's key. He's key to what we uh, got going on, man. He's key. Well, we have so many guys who are deep threat down underneath uh, 
passing game is very key, man. That underneath intermediate passing game is very key. I think he had a he had a great game as well. Uh, and then not to take away from our receivers, man. I think our receivers were efficient, especially against the quality or caliber of secondary that the Explorers have, man. But uh, it was a very, very heartbreaking loss, man. It was a very, very heartbreaking loss. And <clears throat> as you know, immediate, immediately after that, I announced that uh, David uh, Keata will be starting our last two games. Uh, we'll get more into that as we go into the review for the next game. But uh, that was very crucial, man. That was very crucial in our decision. I feel like we are mathematically eliminated, man. When I look at tiebreakers, I look at where we are, the amount of teams that can finish with a certain amount of record, man. I feel like we are mathematically eliminated uh, from the playoffs. So now uh, it's time to really take uh, a look at what we have with younger guys. Uh, we have a few older guys that we are expecting to either retire or their contract is up. So we have guys behind them that we want to put in their place and take a look at. Uh, we'll, we'll get deeper than that when we go into our uh, preview for the next game. All right. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball, man, I think we did a great job on defense, man, of limiting the Explorers to 16 points, man. Uh, three field goals and a touchdown. The touchdown I'm still still kind of mad about, man. The touchdown I'm still kind of mad about, but I think we did a good job of, of, limiting, of limiting them uh Offensively, they have been an explosive offense uh, all year. Usually when you see an Explorers game, is at least uh, 25, 26 points. Uh, it's a sizable margin between them and the next team. So I think we did a good job of staying in the game as well. But it's a division rivalry. Those are the kind of things that you expect. Uh, that, that interception by Sparks I thought was key, man. I thought I was going to steal the game for us, change everything, and we weren't able to capitalize. I want to say two plays later, we gave the ball right back in a crucial moment. But I feel like our defense really played great, man. We did give up a lot more yards to Otagway than what we have, what have liked. But I feel like a lot of that was also end of the game, running out the clock type things, man. Uh, it gives us a lot of hope as we uh, move on to the future. Uh, I don't like talking about moving on to the future at this point of the season. I, I'd rather be talking about uh, us in the playoffs, man. But it is what it is, man. It is what it is. It's very, very disappointing. Uh, there's, a, there's a few games through our schedule that we feel like we should have taken, man. There's a few games that we feel like we should have taken against teams that we feel like are not at a caliber above us in the way that we lost. All right, I, I, I definitely put that on me and uh, the choices that I made as far as scheming, uh, direction, training, all of that, man. I, I, I definitely put that on me. But uh, it's very, very disappointing, man. It's very, very disappointing. Uh, but it is what it is, man, and... From this, uh, we have to learn, man. We have to learn, as I said on a previous previous podcast, if we can't beat a team like the Explorers, uh, we don't deserve to be in the playoffs, man. We don't deserve to be in the playoffs. And we aren't. And we aren't, man. And we aren't. It, it, it is what it is. Uh, congratulations, Coach Bill. Congratulations to the Explorers. Uh I know I'll be jawjacking, but it's nothing but respect for that team, man. It's nothing for respect to that team. Uh, again, 
That's one of the reasons why I picked this division, man. Like, even coming down to the Tigers, man, and I know what they can do. Like, just having these caliber of teams in our division, man, it makes it it makes it fun, man. It makes it fun. Uh, hopefully, our division is out there to, uh, able to go out there and represent, man, with the T-Birds and the uh, Explorers both. Uh, clinching playoff uh, spots, man. So hopefully they can go out there and represent one of them, bring the ring home. Well, at least get to the reload bowl. They don't necessarily have to bring it home because we probably, I think our division has the most rings in the NRC. When I think about it, we might have the only rings in the NRC when I think about it. So when I think, so I don't really want them to go out there and be getting some more. You feel me? We're going to be looking like the NFC East. You feel me? And then we the Eagles finally getting our own ring and, I don't like that, man. I don't, I, don't, I don't like that. But it is what it is. We got to do better. Uh, but with that, man, that goes into our uh, our Lancers game preview, man. We will be facing the Lancers uh, Saturday. Uh, I want to say the game is at 1. Uh, hopefully the game is at 1. Usually I drop these podcasts on like a Wednesday or a Thursday. But I've been a little behind this week, so I'm going to drop this like a couple hours before the game. Uh, it's going to be a tough matchup, and one of the biggest reasons why this is going to be a tough matchup is because we are starting the rookie David Kihada. Like I know we have a quarterback uh, in Maverick Hanson who is before Kihada, but I already have a strong uh, sense of confidence in uh, Maverick Hanson from me watching him since my rookie season. We were drafted in the same draft. Uh, on the Shamrocks, when I think of myself as a player, because some coaches have players, you feel me? I started as a fan, moved to a player, then moved to a coach. You feel me? So I already, I, I've been a big Maverick Hanson fan. I, I might be one of the few people in the league, other than the Hanson brothers, who likes Hanson over Wilson. And I was dying for Wilson to get benched for Hanson. So I feel extremely confident in what he gives us. He has a lot of Brinker-like qualities with a little bit more speed. Uh, a little bit less awareness or things that we can that we can work on. So he wasn't the guy that I was really, really trying to play. Uh, we could say that for next season, man. Do some sims uh, next season and see how it goes. We're not looking to add to our quarterback room in the future. We are confident with uh, the Brinks truck. We're, we, we're confident with Mav. And we're uh, confident with DQ, man. So uh, we feel like we'll, we'll get things done as they need to get done. Uh, we're gonna put uh, Kihada out there against the Lancers. Now we know the Lancers have a strong run defense, so we're putting uh, Kihada in the pass-heavy uh, scheme to try to overcome that. Now we understand it's gonna be Ricky Woles. Uh, this is his first game with consistency. I haven't even looked at him in this play, but uh, so we're we're throwing him to the wolves, man, and uh, we're not putting him in like there are schemes that I use with different people because different people need different things. You feel me? And we're not putting him in his primary scheme uh, this week. Uh, I'll be honest now and say that it was uh, unintentional. It, it was unintentional. Uh, we do. Uh, pre-record the premiere games you feel me and it just happened that when that game was going to be recorded i had not made all the changes that i needed to make because i'm just used to the consistency of what we do uh, i forgot to switch him to his main uh scheme that i use him in uh which i will keep anonymous right now because we will be playing a coach uh the following week and i plan to put him in that scheme that week uh 
So uh, we will see how it goes, man. Uh, this will be the ultimate test. Uh, one thing we want to see is his accuracy, is his decision-making, is his elusiveness in the pocket. Uh, one thing we've been really dealing with this year is sacks. So we're wanting to see if it's just a... Uh, immobility of Brinker, even though he's the re-option king, man, that's manufactured. So we'll be seeing if it's just the inability of, uh, or, or the lack of mobility from Brinker and lack of present, uh, pocket presence from Brinker, or if it's just something that we need to uh, take a step forward and make changes to our offensive line. So that'll be key. Uh, again, his decision, his decision making will be key. Uh, his throw accuracy will be key. He is lower on the throw accuracy in comparison to uh, other quarterbacks that we have on our roster. Uh, so we want to see what he does with the football. Uh, it should be... It should be entertaining, man. It should be entertaining. Hopefully, he can put up some points. Uh, hopefully, we can get him in the end zone, man. Whether he he runs it or he throws it, uh, I, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, Kihana. His mobility. I'm a uh, I'm a definitely a bigger fan when he's in his scheme. I know that we'll put him in a scheme that's going to be of a huge disadvantage to him with us running uh, vertical zone run and him being. Uh, I'm going to say 86 throw power quarterback. That's probably not the best situation for him to be in. Uh, but it'll just all be it'll just be all about decision making and what he decides to do with the ball, man. Uh, so we'll definitely be taking a good look at him. Uh, we'll be keeping offensively. We'll be keeping all of our other starters, and we're only sending Brink to get a look at uh, Kihara to see what we want to do to move forward. If no, we can go out here for stats and accolades, man. But now, it's not about that, man. Right now, it's about the future and what we can do. Uh, we still want to come out here and get this win. Don't get me wrong, man. We still want to come out here and get this win. Uh, we don't want to be 500. We don't be 9 to 8, 8 and 9. We don't want to hear 8s or 9s. You feel me? We don't hear neither one of them. Uh, so, hopefully, he can come out here and uh, put his best foot forward and get things done. All right. And then, when we flip it over to the defensive side of the ball, uh, we will be taking, I won't say we will be taking Armstead out, but we will be pushing uh, Axel to the number one and Tatum to the number two. Uh, as far as middle linebacker, two guys that I'm really, really uh, big fans of, man. And it will be a big decision on what we decide to do next, uh, especially knowing that uh, Armstead will more than likely be hitting the free agent market. Uh, with him being up in age and us thinking that we could probably get a quality linebacker in the draft. So, hey, if you're a linebacker in this draft, you play middle linebacker, uh, you want to move to middle linebacker, you might play uh, left, right. Like we had uh, Axel as a, as an as outside linebacker uh in the draft, but we moved him to the middle because we feel like it would make him more productive, and he's been very, very good for us in the middle. Uh, I think he's an a extraordinary blitzer, extraordinary blitzer. You feel me? He would just continue to grow. Uh, so uh, we'll be taking a look at how him and Tatum look together uh, and see what kind of things that we can get done if we can still have the type of defense that we usually have. Uh, and one of the biggest things that I've been wanting to see is how we work with Ethan King at his natural position. We're going to keep Ethan King at uh, strong safety instead of playing him as sub linebacker like we usually do. Uh, we want to take a look in that, see how efficient we could be, how efficient he could be, if that's the move, if in the future we need to make a move so we can keep that at consistent. Uh, we also have uh, Hayden Harrell, who's getting up there at age, man, so we want to see what we're going to do with him. Uh, he will be starting still, but we will see uh, TC. We will see a little bit of Rubio. 
uh, just to get a look. TC is another guy that we're expecting to kind of retire, step down. And uh, we'll see how that goes as well about who will be following him up. Uh, as far as on the line, we have Wayman Yates. Uh, Wayman Yates being an older guy, uh, we're going to slide Forbes back. We've been playing Forbes a lot this season, but we did play uh, We did play uh, Yates, I'll say, about around a half a point, and we've seen his production and what he can do. Uh, we'll also be taking a look at if we will continue to run this style of defense. Now, I am a heavy, heavy fan of the 3-4 and a heavy, heavy hater of the 4-3, but I'm a heavy, heavy lover of the Barons, so we're going to do what's best for us uh, in order to be successful. Uh, it may also have an effect on what we do in the draft, man. Uh, as far as we want to get a guy like that, for I want to get a guy like KMJ, or do we want to go get a guy like uh, Mac or like Cage or uh, what's it, Sylvester, Sylvester, you feel me, Sylvester, Silver, you feel me? I I I don't have it. I don't have it. I know who you are. You're a very active dude, and I, and I, I like the energy you bring to the chat. You feel me? But just off the top of my head, you feel me? I'm not. I'm not the best name guy. We might have to trade for somebody like Khalil, man. We got an eighth-round pick. We could trade for uh, Khalil Grayson. You feel me? We'll see. We'll see how that goes. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. But nah, I mean, we might end up going secondary. We have a guy uh, in Dada that we can move to safety if need be. If depending on what Hayden Harold decides to do, we might want to go corner in the draft. You feel me? And get a guy like uh, CC. You never know, man. You never know. Uh, but with us out of the playoff contention, we're looking at all the top 15, top 20 guys to see which one of those guys will make uh, the best impact on our team, man. Uh, that's what we want to see. Uh, we also want to see the young guys be efficient against this uh, Lancers offense, man. This isn't no slouch offense. That They've been productive. They have two stellar running backs. They have a group of stellar receivers. And they have a great quarterback in uh, Trey Mason, man. So... We'll definitely, we'll definitely have our hands full, man. We'll definitely have our hands full, but we're, we're going out there, man, and giving it our best, man. And we're hoping that we can uh, bring 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 a dub back to Brooklyn. Uh, it's kind of bittersweet because uh, they had a coach before, and that coach was my homie, man. Uh, we was close, man. A lot of trades between each other to a point that they started calling us uh, the Brooklyn Lancers, and they was the Oklahoma City Barons. You feel me? It was, it was that many trades between each other. A uh, shout-out to my guy Noah, a.k.a. Trent Williams on the Tigers. Uh, Rod receiver on the Tigers, man. He, he's a guy that I really rock with, man. I really rock with. Uh, so we'll see how this goes. Uh, I want to say we're one and one against the Lancers. I think we beat them. We lost our first year. I think we beat them the next time that we face them. Uh, so we'll see how this goes. I don't want to say it's a rivalry, but just because the coach isn't there anymore. Uh, but definitely a team, an interesting team, a fun team that uh, we like to play, man. A fun team that we like to play. Uh, yeah, man, this is this is a little late, man. This is a little late. Uh, but it's just been a busy week, man. It's just been a busy week. I'm hoping I can get this out before the game. It's Saturday morning now, and I'm about to step into work. Uh, but hopefully we can get uh, a little bit of this done, man. Get 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 this done. Get us a nice picture. I gotta see where Bill put the pictures at. And if not, I can find one. Like it's marriage pictures. I got marriage pictures everywhere, so I can definitely throw one up. I wish I had one of Kihada. I'll make him the cover, but I'm about to make somebody else the cover just for this game. Uh, we'll see how it goes, man. 
we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, hype to see what we can get from DQ. Uh, I know he's a guy that's very hated. You feel me? Throughout the chat. You feel me? And that's exactly why he's a baron. You feel me? Uh, bring that hate. Bring it all. Bring it all. Hopefully, I, I don't have him looking out here crazy, so it don't bring too much hate. But we'll bounce back, even if he does. We'll bounce back, even if he does. Man, I'll put him. I'll put him in this game. He, he likes. You feel me? That better fits what he's trying to do. And uh, we'll move forward from there. All right. But uh, as always, earn your stripes. All right. Uh, protect the crown. All right. Uh, Gorilla Gang. Uh, we're going to need you. We're going to need you for this game if we want to get this win. We're definitely going to need some uh, stellar defense, man. Gorilla game. All right. Bomb squad. You feel me? Bomb squad. I don't know how it's going to look. I don't know how it's going to look. Uh, we believe it. Uh, we believe in Keanu, man. It's just a matter of just if the scheme is going to work for him or is it going to settle back. We don't want to put them in no foolish situations, man. But Bob Squad, hopefully we can get a couple off, man. Hopefully we can get a couple off. All right. And last but not least, go Baron.